Thanks for joining us here on Prospects Nation. I'm Marcus Burnett, joined by the man with the plan, Brandon Clay. B. Clay, they can't hold us, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they can't hold us, man. We can't stop or we won't stop. Most definitely. First up, we're going to talk about the uh, University of Washington uh, and a program preview on their women's basketball program. Brandon, I'm going to let you jump right into it. Well, when you talk about Washington, I think you have to start at the top in what we call that hot seat there with Mike Neighbors taking over for Kevin McGuff, who has departed for Ohio State. Neighbors was on staff and has been with McGuff actually for a couple of stops now, dating back to their time together. Xavier was a big part of the reason why they had their second straight 21 season, 21 wins last year. They had five kids who played 32 minutes or above. I mean, it was real minutes being played there in terms of a lack of depth through some injuries, some other things. So the fact that McGuff, along with neighbors, was able to kind of steer the ship in the right direction to the postseason, 20-plus wins and a fifth-place finish in the league, speaks volumes to what they built out there. And now it'll be neighbors' job to take over and continue to move the ship in the right direction out there in Seattle, Washington. Let's talk about the neighbors to neighbors as far as that uh, coaching bench is concerned. Kevin Morrison, Fred Castro, Adia Barnes. Well, all three of them bring something very different and unique. Morrison is the guy that was on the club circuit even before his time at Cal Berkeley uh, with West Coast out there. Did a great job, coached a lot of kids, and now really has moved into the on-floor piece. You know, it had been more of a, a recruiter, air quote, by label, and is really making that transition now as he becomes the associate head coach there to, to coach neighbors out, out in Seattle. Fred Castro in his first year on board there in Washington Bring some of that recruiter mentality from Tulsa, a couple of top five mid-major classes in a row by our group with ProspectsNation.com. And then Barnes does a little bit of everything, you know, played the game at a very, very high level. Now is still doing radio commentary at a very high level for the Seattle Storm. Uh, obviously coaching, you know, in the Pac-12 is, is a high level deal. So, you know, whether that's recruiting for her or being able to also just kind of give that feedback on somebody who's been there, really done it and really lived it. You have three very different people, and it all plays out really well. You see they got that thing going out there in Washington. Now let's look at, uh, you know, take it from the coaching standpoint, and let's go on the court. Uh, you know, give us a good synopsis of the roster uh, that the Huskies are going to bring into this season. Well, they'll bring back four kids, you know, who all averaged in the 30-minute mark or more, you know, led by Jasmine Davis out of California, junior, but – that kid has been on the All-Pac-12 first team two times now, 2012 and 13, 37 minutes a game last year. So no shortage of playing time or experience for her. Talia Walton comes back, all-freshman team kid. Amenia Williams from right there in Seattle as a junior. That's a kid that was on the all-defensive team. So a lot of positive things going on in terms of who they bring back. You know, you hope that Heather Corral from Washington can be healthy. That's another kid, kind of a swing guard forward for him, played about 20 minutes a game. Mercedes Wetmore, a senior guard from out of Washington, in a lot of ways kind of the glue of that team, does whatever is needed, whether it's leading the team in assist-to-turnover ratio, playing 35 minutes a game, whatever that they need her to do, she gets it done. So they've got a lot of good pieces. And then they'll welcome in three true freshmen to go along with Katie Collier, a redshirt freshman. Collier was a McDonald's All-American back in 2012. Chantel Ozor, Kelsey Plum, Brianna Ruiz, all there. So a lot of positive things in the right direction there as they try to repeat that 20-plus win season and get to the NCAAs this year. 
So as far as your uh, upcoming visit uh, here during this season, uh, you're looking at the time frame of around February 7th uh, to February 9th. And either way, I think you have a good game waiting on you as California <laughs> and Stanford uh, are their uh, respective opponents on those days. What are some of the things that you're definitely looking forward to checking out in person uh, there on the West Coast? Well, I've heard a lot from our managing editor at ProspectsNation.com, Chris Hansen, about Washington, the program, obviously the area out there. And if you're a kid from Texas or you're a kid from the East Coast or even if you're a kid from Minnesota, you know, why do you go over to be able to play out there? The league obviously continues to get better each year, whether it's Washington, UCLA, some of the new blood, so to speak, Cal Berkeley getting to the Final Four. So now the league is really good. You've got the Pac-12 network. Now the distribution is getting bigger. There are a lot of positive things about the league as a whole. And then you look at Seattle and you look at what Mike Neighbors is doing specifically to the campus there. Football's getting better. They're ranked in the top 25 right now at the time of this podcast. They just have a lot of positive things going on. And so being able to see that firsthand, you know, was always cool. And to be able to speak to and about that with a firsthand perspective as opposed to secondhand or what you've read on the Internet and all that kind of stuff. And their facilities are, are smooth. I'm excited to watch you know, the, the caliber of game, whether it be California or Stanford, depending on which one works out with, with our schedules, those are the top two teams in the league. So getting an opportunity to see their home crowd really revved up, you know, for, for those games and those battles, and, and that's going to be really cool. So anytime you can get on campus and be able to see that, you know, I think for me personally, it gives me that firsthand experience to be able to speak to when I'm asked about it. If that home crowd for uh, for the Huskies is a fourth as loud as they are at uh, the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> football stadium, uh, I think they're in very good shape. I'm a Falcons fan, man. Don't bring up Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> man. We were glad to escape with a victory last year. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, hey, man, we'll be looking forward to recapping your trip there uh, once you're able to make it uh, there at the University of Washington. Of course, I have to live vicariously through you uh, during that trip to Seattle. So, well, I'll keep you posted. I know one thing that you know we had talked about, you know, with the the strength of their incoming freshman, uh, Osohor Plummer Ruiz was going to make it fun. Anytime you get to watch Chantel Osohor, you know, who might be one of the best post passers immediately in college basketball next year, I'm gonna have something to iMessage you about. Most definitely, man. Well, that'll do it for this program preview uh, for the University of Washington. And be sure to check out the recap uh, by staying tuned here on Prospects Nation. As always, I'm Marcus Burnett signing off with the man Brandon Clay. We'll catch you back here next time.